0: All through placing faith in Him, taking in God's Word, and beginning to believe right for all areas of our lives. Now, here's this week's broadcast.
1: So Jonah knows that God is going to be merciful, and it made him mad. Now, what's interesting is Jonah had an agenda while he was doing God's agenda. See, you can have two agendas. He's doing what God told him to, but he's got his own agenda, how he wants it to come out. See, that's why it can be done, because he said, wouldn't we do this in your name? Didn't we do that in your name? And he says, depart from me. I never knew you. In other words, you did what I told you, but you had an underlying spirit that wasn't mine. So, and if you build a church politically, you can have a whole bunch of people that are doing things that got another agenda underneath that you don't see. That's why you can't build by politics because you leave the devils in the church. You build by appointment because the devils have to manage. You tell you what, you start doing it by appointment, you find out what everybody don't like and don't want to do. Why? Because it all manifests. But if you give them their way, the devils hide for 10 years and then split your church. If they stay undercover. So if you do it by gifting and by manipulation and by they look good and this would be cool, you allow the devils to stay and the devils move up in the influence ranks underneath the radar. And then someday, they manifest. So he tried to do what he wanted because he knew God was good and it wasn't gonna come out the way he wanted. You know what you do when you don't get your way? You'll love this. Verse two, you quit. He prayed and said unto the Lord, I pray thee, O Lord, this was not my saying when I was in my country. Therefore, I fled to Tarshish, for I knew that thou were gracious and unmerciful and slow to anger and great kindness and repent of evil. Therefore, take, I beseech thee my life. I'm gonna quit. If I don't get my way, I'm gonna quit. That's what Jonah did. He didn't get his way. He did what he was told to do. Because See, when, the one thing about God, if you do his word, it will come out the way he said your feelings have nothing to do with the word. The word will stand. Heaven and earth will pass away, but his words will never pass away. If he said it, I tell you what, they, they knew that, and they were preaching in the New Testament so Paul would get beat in prison because there was a war against Christianity. And Paul said, don't worry about it. Let them preach just so the gospel will preach. Their motives weren't any more right than the man on the moon. They were preaching so Paul would be persecuted, but it was still working. Why? Because the word is where the power is. The word has the power. Jonah didn't mean a thing, and he preached, and they repented. Interesting, isn't it? The word is where all the power is. Jonah had an agenda, just like Judas had an agenda in his serving. And when he thought the right time was, it manifested. Peter had an agenda he didn't know. John and his mother had an agenda, and they didn't know. Can I sit it the right? Can I sit at the left? I mean, they all had these agendas. On, this is church, by the way. Church had a bunch of agendas underneath it. Jesus' disciples had agendas that they didn't know they had. They didn't know they had. Jesus knew they had them. Now, see, this is real important. Even though he knew they had him, what did he do? He kept working with them to work them out. See, you know, if, you're, if you don't understand that, you go, well, bless God, I'm writing them off. No, you're not. You might, God won't, and he'll still work with Peter. He'll still work with David. He'll still work with Moses. He'll still work with all the people that did all them things wrong, and he will gradually try to clean them up so they can do the job. We keep thinking there's a whole nother group of people. This is one thing I got. Mr. and Mrs. Wright ain't walking up and down the street. You got to work what you got. And you stay right there and you fight it out right there with God, what God put next to you. And you'll change and you'll conform to victory. And you'll be a different person when you inherit the promise than you were when you started. Because the person that was doing the praying wasn't the person who can enjoy the victory because all those things needed cleared up. Now, uh, he couldn't change with the seasons because he was rigid. How many of you have battled that? I just put my hand right up. You get rigid and don't want to change. So you can't change with the seasons. I'm not taking these winter clothes off. It's May. I just don't want to. That's about what it's like. Bless God, I ain't doing that. You've heard people say all kinds of things. So, uh, it's God's process to me. It's all right. I'm not saying I like it, but I've learned something watching Jesus. Very few people understood his mission until he was dead. And he stayed on his mission, and he worked with his disciples the whole time. And he loved his disciples the whole time. And he believed the best for them the whole time. And he stayed with them the whole time. Now, you, you might not understand how important that is. That's important to you as a father when your kids don't act the way you want them to be, your wife don't act the way you want them to be. That, if you can get that worked into your life, you'd be surprised what you could go through and still come out all right. Because it's a character, it's a godlike character trait. Now, For me, to turn to Isaiah 61 now. For for somebody to teach you about the promise without teaching you the process is to me a very unfair thing to do to people. In in Isaiah 61, which is our theme, you know, I like to say our theme. It's the word God gave us for for this ministry because we are repairers and restorers of lives. Okay? We're repairers and and restorers. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel. The good tidings. I'm used to saying gospel. Gospel means good news. Uh, under the meat, And has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted. To proclaim liberty to the captives. And opening of the prison to them that are bound. Amen. To proclaim an acceptable year of the Lord. A day of vengeance of our God. And comfort all who mourn. Okay. Obviously. That's a healing ministry, isn't it? That ministry is meant to heal people that have had the drunk guy for 35 years and stayed married. I kid you not. I just use that because we just use that. There's a million places you can put what I just said. Because there's a million things people need healed of. The guy who did the drinking might not be able to forgive himself, so he needs healed too. You see, we got a spaghetti pile mess in this world because of the curse that came on the earth when Adam fell. And if you can get God's perspective instead of yours, you'd be surprised how fast you can move. But if you get stuck on things that you want to hold this and they're going to have to do this, and that, you'll be stuck forever. Some of you need to release some people. That's a word. You release some people. Them people you think are doing bad, you release them. Watch how good they do. Take your hands off. Take your hands off. Get your hands off of people. You know, God never said in Genesis, you have dominion over people. He said you have dominion over the earth. None of us have dominion over people, if the truth's known. I was just talking to somebody earlier. I tell people what I think, but then I always give them the freedom to do what they want, because I'm not allowed. It's witchcraft. I give them an option. I always put the option in there. It'll, you'd think I w- it wouldn't, because I'd like to get done when I get done, but I know better. You don't lord over people. They got a free will and they get to choose what they're going to do and what they want to do for God or me or anybody else. You've got to leave people to be freedom. You can't, well, 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 you know, all that stuff. You'll kill them. The law kills, the spirit gives life. you want to kill people, correct them all day. They'll die. They'll sit there like this and never want to hear you because they're wore out. Give them space for God to work in the name of Jesus. Give him space, he'll fix him. If he can turn around Samson, if he can turn around killing Moses, adultering, and murdering David, Rahab the whore, come on. Give God some space, man. He's God, pray. And don't touch it. He's powerful enough to fix it. The instant you put your hand on somebody, you bind up God's power. He can't get in because you're there. You you might get a big sign, occupied, keep out. But if you can get out, he can go in the door. You have to have, see; it takes faith in God to deal with people, doesn't it? But faith works. Now, to me, you know, if you don't go through this part, this is the first part of your life where you get healed. That's why when people come to church, we just let them sit there. We let them get worked on. We let them be massaged by God. Put oil on their wounds like a good shepherd. Shave the the. the uh, Shear the sheep, put some wool on their wounds, clean them up, breathe them beside steel waters, feed them good. That's what a shepherd's supposed to do, okay? Now, if you, if you try to send people up, I'm gonna give you an illustration. If you try to send people up and use them before they're ready, you know what I think of? I think of fireworks. They go, then they're out, and they fall to the ground. And when you go find them, they're all burned up. They went up fast, a flash, but when you look at their life, it's just burnt with fire. The reason it burned is because it was too much of them and not enough of God. If it was God, fire don't affect God. If any man's work be burned, it'll suffer loss. That's what Corinthians said. The fire of God is a cleansing fire okay but if you send people up that are carnal they're going to get their skin burned you have to you have to let them be processed okay a bruised you know god talks about here turn to isaiah 42 3 we'll just they got it up there you got it up there thank you sister i appreciate it sometimes i forget sis (laughs) i'm sorry a bruised reed he shall not break a smoking flax he will not quench He shall bring forth judgment unto truth. In other words, if you're bruised or broken, he's not going to finish you off. He's in the restoration business. God is in the restoring business, not in the destroying business. God wants to restore this place back to what it was originally. Amen. So you come. He wants to help you. He's a God of hope.
0: along with finding out more about Apostle Joe Perosic, Pastor Rena and MFC Ministries. That website address again is www.believeright.tv. If you wish to contact us for prayer or ministry information, you can call us in the U.S. at 001-304-292-7283 or write us at MFC Ministries, 300 Highland Avenue, Morgantown, West Virginia, 26505 USA. Join Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastor Rena Perosich again next week, at this time, here on this station, for another time in God's Word, which, when applied to our lives, will enable us to believe right for every area of our lives. Have a blessed week in Jesus.